0: Hello, hi, how are you? Welcome to Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever, the movie. You don't have to watch it, but I know you're going to, so if you do, you might be treated to high-speed car chase-it. Out of my way, buddy. Hello, Grumpy, we around it. Huge explosions. Boom, bang, that was huge. A hero in a leotard and cape who saves the world and who doesn't look like a puppet at all. Mom says, like Stop making me dance. Me anyway, thing. I only mention but those things to get your hopes up. End. That way I can enjoy your disappointment when you realize this movie is just a sappy melodrama, mostly about me, grumpy cat. There's
1: lots of room for You're welcome.
2: Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas.
1: Some people are born great, others become great, and the rest watch cat movies. Guess which one you are? Yeah. Cool Seners, our Christmas gift to you is quantity over quality. I would say we're giving you a good movie to balance out Battlefield Earth. Instead, well, we're covering eh. meme turned movie ah. for the first entry in a while into our Swim series in our final episode of the year of two 2023. Of two 2020. I love two 2023.
2: <laughs> Listen, the cyclos have really wrecked us. Yeah. We don't know what's happened.
1: This is the Pool Scene podcast. I'm Kevin, joined by my grumpy co-host and somewhat of a cat guy. Over the last few years, Jim. Hey, meow. Oh, that was that was great. I liked it. Uh, going back to the end of 2012, it was a simpler time. Pictures of internet celebrity Grumpy Cat were everywhere. All we need is a picture of Grumpy saying something like, uh, "I had fun once. It was awful." <laughs> I mean, you put that on the internet thing, Bob, and that is sure to go viral. Her face
2: will launch a 1,000 products, everything from t-shirts to coffee mugs. After that, TV appearances.
0: And oh, I don't know, maybe a lifetime movie. You are a genius. Like any of that would really happen, me become an internet celebrity? I mean, wouldn't I need to have some sort of talent like this guy? Or this weirdo? Or whatever this is. Yeah, I can't do any of that stuff.
1: Turned into all sorts of memes and merchandise, for this Swim meet series entry, we are talking 2014's made-for-television Christmas comedy film, Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever. But first, let's tell you about how all of this came to be.
2: Oh, please. I can't wait, baby. Come drump, on. Drump, drumpy. I love Drumpy
1: Cat. Drunky Cat. Drun- He's grumpy and drunk. <laughs> Hank the Angry Drunken Dwarf. He should have got a Christmas (laughs) movie.
2: Rest in peace. Hank. All right,
1: go ahead. What band was Peter Frampton in before he went solo? Humble Pie.
2: Right, that's right. This guy, can you believe that's this? Amazing! Oh, this is great. So he's gonna beat
1: me because sooner or later I'm not gonna know when he's right. gonna know him more.
0: Right. Gary's gonna lose.
2: And
1: every that time thing. Hank gets a right answer, he hits that baby bottle filled with vodka.
0: You know, Gary's only hope is that Hank
1: keeps getting drunker. Yeah, but th- no, that. Th- <laughs> and that's I gonna... hope that I'm gonna win. He's as drunk <laughs> as he's ever been here. All right. <laughs> no. Uh, grumpy Cat was a domestic cat actually named Tartar Sauce from Morristown, Arizona, born in 2012. Her grumpy appearance was caused by a mix of her underbite and feline dwarfism. The owner's brother posted a picture of her to Reddit in 2012 and she went viral. Grumpy Cat was such a sensation that her owner, Tabitha, Tabitha Bundison, took a a leave of absence from her job at Red Lobster to make managing Grumpy Cat her full-time job. So she went from Cheddar Bay biscuits and Inhumane Lobster treatment and Endless Shrimp, because you heard about Red Lobster. No, what? so they did it they're really struggling and they're having they suck they're having a hard time attracting people no so they did an impromptu endless shrimp promotion they lost like a hundred million dollars because people go fucking insane at those things if
2: you love shrimp like i love shrimp red lobster's endless shrimp is kind of a big deal It's finally back with as much shrimp as you want, any way you want them. One taste of these new pineapple habanero coconut shrimp bites, and I already want more. They even brought back wood-grilled teriyaki shrimp. Yeah, you heard me, teriyaki. And really, what's not to love about buttery garlic shrimp scampi? Here, the sweet, spicy, crispy possibilities are as endless as the shrimp. And yeah, they're endless, but they won't last forever.
1: Do you like red lobster? No. It's not good. It's not. I mean, if you've ever had like real seafood anywhere, like in the ocean. Yeah. (laughs) you mean where the food comes from yes you never want to eat red lobster again never yeah so she quit her job at red lobster man- made managing grumpy cat a full-time job she had marketing deals with friskies and honey nut cheerios in addition to her own brands which had merchandise partnerships with several brands appeared in stores such as hot topic this is where lifetime stepped in to produce the film surprisingly the film is directed by tim hill who directed muppets from space garfield a tale of two kitties alvin and monks and some other movies for television and television so tim hill is like a known name like he's yeah. a legit director that they're like we want you to direct this made for lifetime movie sounds about right so jim with that said this is a bonus episode and it's a made for tv movie so we don't need budget box office anything like that just give us a little bit of info jim whatever you're feeling that's <laughs> what we want
2: oh great whatever i'm feeling so let me get a rundown of grumpy cat christmas came out october the 29th 2014 was rated 27 percent on rotten tomatoes based on 11 reviews. So unlike Battlefield that had like a 124% <laughs> better. <laughs> 24% better on 11 reviews rated a 4.7 out of 10. Who in the right mind put it at 4.7? It should be 2.7. There are
1: people who like this though. Like I I like the uh, lifetime and Hallmark movies. This one is like a a weird this is maybe like a have some drinks or you know indulge in in your vices and watch this movie. What?
0: Whoa, 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 watch the fur. Wow. Okay, Grumpy Cat, why can I suddenly understand you? Um, why are you asking me? You think I want people knowing how I really feel about them. Believe me, that's the last thing I would wish for. Wish? I tossed a magic coin into a wishing wall and made a wish. Okay, I'm embarrassed for you. You are a loser. But I wanted a person, not a cat. Hey, look at the freak having a conversation with a little kitty. Having a nice chat with your cat. (laughs) Ooh, you rhymed chat with cat. Very smart, except you're terrible human beings.
2: Listen, I get it. It's dumb fun. It is. I don't know if it's for kids or adults. I don't know what this is marketed to because it's weird that it was on Lifetime. Yeah. You'd think somebody with a meme with Aubrey Platza. Platza. Yeah. De, Platza Plaza, Plaza de Concord. Why this didn't get, I guess you couldn't do a wide release on this in a movie theater, no. could you? No. Because it's fucking bad.
1: So here's a little. <laughs> you know, this one really, really God. feels to me. I will tell you like a WWE films. Release. It does. It just happens has that whole how it shot just the feel like santa's little helper Jingle all the way 2. was kindergarten cop 2 a wwe films one
2: yes i think okay it was. so all
1: of those movies feel like this they all feel the same
2: so here's a couple things that was going on around october of 2014 just to put you in the time period kevin when you think of grumpy cat do you remember the name oscar pistorius yeah blade runner yeah he is sentenced to five years in prison for killing his girlfriend reva steenkamp
1: how long he five years
2: south africa man it's a fucking wild west like why in god's
1: name do you only get five years The dude was like a hero for his country competed in the olympics while being a para-athlete yeah And he's a pair of shit because he fucking (laughs) killed his wife.
2: It's only one shit. He's a pair pair of shit. shit. Also, at this time, she's big right now because she is responsible for the Kansas City Chiefs. Taylor Swift releases her fifth studio album, 1989 to 2015 Billboard Album of the Year and won the Grammy for Album of the Year in 2016. So
1: T. T Swift, man. Time Magazine Person of the Year.
2: And also, Kevin, I bet you didn't know this. The Rabbitohs, the R-A-B-B-I-T-O-S win the NRL, the National Rugby League. Russell Crowe owned South Sydney Rabbitohs beat the Canterbury Bulldogs 30 to 6 to break a 43-year drought and win the National Rugby League Premiership.
1: So Russell Crowe ate Cheerios with Cadbury eggs. What's happening? <laughs> what?
2: I don't know. First off, Cadbury eggs year nay, because those are gross. I like them. Oh, they're
1: fucking... I dis- like to like perform conolingus when I open them up. <laughs> I like to break off the top of the chocolate and I like to
2: just like to eat it out.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus Christ.
2: Merry Christmas, everybody. Hey, Mrs. Claus. Where are you at, girl? Open up. So that's all that was basically going on in and around this time where a grumpy cat just fucking shit on all of us and made our house smell like
1: piss.
0: What gave it away? My scream of sheer terror or the puddle of pee? Filmed
1: at the still open Coquitlam Center Mall in Vancouver. Probably the worst mall to be featured in a movie we've covered. Not in Ohio. They can't. No, not in Ohio. Ohio, despite it being pawned off as Ohio, no, this is Vancouver outside of Vancouver. They can't all be the Sherman Oaks Galleria. Here's the thing, and we've covered a lot of movies that take place in a mall or have shots of the mall. I mean, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, yeah, shopping mall, but bunch of good ones. If your movie, <laughs> Earth. if your movie takes place in a mall, you give me some awesome vanity shots of the mall. People eating at the food court, people, you know, commerce, it's something. Something, but this mall is just like- It's a dead mall. It's like, it reminds me of the, I still- think you can shoot a movie without anyone knowing at the mall in Ashtabule. Ashtabula, Ashtabula oh, Town yeah. Center Mall. Beautiful mall, like almost preserved perfectly. Powers on, clean neons. Nothing there. Nothing. I think you could shoot an entire major motion picture without anybody giving you any grief. You could do it at Shenango Valley Mall. But Shenango Valley Mall is not nice. That's yeah, true. It's a hallway. Yeah. And but you that have that abandoned car- wing. Sort of like Carnation City Mall in uh, Alliance. Alliance is sort of the same deal. It wasn't nice. It was weird. It was a weird mall. Mall, but now demolished. Ashtabula Town Center Mall could be a cool mall. It's got the size, but it's like there's two or three junk stores in it. Like a buybacks there, type store. Yeah, there's like so many empty stores. I mean, all around pretty. But here's
2: the thing, Kevin. Cruddy. In the Lewyton Mall. First off, great name for a city that just rolls off your tongue. Lewyton. <laughs> Lewyton, Lewyton mall, there's Louis one, mall. There's one throwaway scene when. What's the main girl's name? What's her name? I can't remember her name. Crystal. Crystal. As she's on the basically a Wheelchair that the fucking assets protection guy drives. Yeah. Oh, this, what is that thing, by the way? I don't it I don't know what it is. It's a like rascal? A, it's
1: like a scooter, but like a three-wheeled scooter. It's almost.
2: weird. He calls it what an asset yeah. something vehicle. Anyways, there's a long shot. One of the anchor stores, and I wrote this down. I had to
1: rewind it and just I had to bring this up. Is it for best scenes? Yeah. Okay, save it. Oh give us okay. a minute. Let's get let's, oh, let's give people the plot so they can understand it. So they get the context of the asset protection vehicle yeah all right let's adopt the plot grumpy cat lives in the mall pet store all the animals are able to talk to each other the store is slated to be closed and all the animals are unsure what's going to happen to them grumpy cat is bummed that she is always passed over or adopted and returned which has happened a few times a 12 year old girl named crystal who kind of volunteers at the pet store she's kind of like a mall latchkey kid everybody at the fucking mall knows she her. knows everybody she must come straight to the mall after school every day. no life well i think her mom works
2: there yeah she does at the steakhouse
1: so she kind of volunteers at the pet store but she makes a wish on a magic christmas coin to meet a friend that she can depend on that comes true which allows her to communicate with grumpy cat in a telepathic sort of way a lot of questions about this there's too much uh a giant Leonberger dog which is supposed to lead to saving the store is dognapped by two members of a band called dragon tail not to be confused with the spanish animated cartoon dragon tail or dragon sound or dragon sound friends for well, not friends forever uh yeah uh friends and, fuck yeah. why can't we remember I don't, I, miami I, connection it's my everybody. favorite movie ever and like i can't even think of what it is friends. The sale of the dog is supposed to fund their tour while Crystal's mom is having or attending a Christmas party with all the people from the mall. Crystal sneaks off, returns to the mall after hours and to see Grumpy. Here, she works together with Grumpy to thwart the dog nappers getaway attempts. God. It's almost like a little dime store home alone in a mall, but not not really. Then we get a twist that the mall security guard, George, that Crystal knows and trusts is actually in it together with Dragon Tail. Heel turn. Crystal finally stops their getaway attempt once and for all by driving and playing chicken with them in the contest giveaway Camaro parked in the mall. There's always one of these in a mall with the keys in it. With the keys in it obviously. Her mom and all the other movie characters show up in the end happy she's saved and has saved the day but also concerned about her onset schizophrenia. Let's get into characters. Grumpy Cat as herself tartar sauce. Aubrey Plaza as herself and the voice of Grumpy Cat.
0: Oh good. More cat
1: The line is sarcastic. You're you're not really enjoying the cat food.
0: Oh, good. More cat food.
2: Like a grumpier voice?
0: Oh, good. More cat food.
2: Do your thing.
0: What do you mean, my thing?
1: You know, the thing people know you for?
0: I don't understand. I don't have a thing.
1: Can you just talk into the mic the way you're talking to me right now?
0: I need some time alone with the cat.
2: There was the budget right there.
1: The movie was pretty much complete when she recorded her lines. They were more mundane originally. And she went back and said, you know what? Let's get weird. Let me be avi Plaza. But yes, exactly. And it worked better yeah. than if it was just like a more of like a heartfelt like yeah. sort of thing. Megan Sharpentier is Crystal. Daniel Roebuck is George. You'll recognize Daniel Roebuck in pretty much everything. It's Jay Leno. Yeah, Jay Leno. In the Leno. shift. But you'll pretty much recognize him as everything Rob Zombie does. He's yeah, in like he's all, in all of Rob Zombie's movies.
0: What yeah. happened? These two guys jumped me while I was Rewriting the Policies and Procedures Handbook. Here we go. I think they had ninja training, but I, I drop kicked the first one, and then I, I hit the second one right in the Adam's apple. Do you have a half hour, Crystal? Because I don't.
1: Russell Peters is Santa Claus. David Lewis is Marcus Crabtree. Tyler Johnson is Gil Brockman. Evan Todd is Zach. Isaac Haig is Danny. Jay Brezeau is Rogers. Steven Stanton as the voice of Jojo the Dog. Steven Stanton sounds like a guitarist for Sawyer Brown. Chris Williams is the voice of Lance the Gerbil. Trevor Lassauer is the voice of Jackie the Jack Russell Terrier. Trevor Duvall as the voice of Wilson the Cockatoo. So I'm not even going to bother asking you. We did get Stuart, though. Stuart from Stuart! Letter King. Yeah, he's incredible. All right, best scenes. Jim, why don't you go ahead and resume your train of thought about the <laughs> uh, asset protection vehicle.
2: So as Crystal is going down the second floor in the distance, they have an anchor store at the Louisville Mall called Future Shop. Yeah. What the
1: fuck is Future Shop? It's uh it's the future shop DDT. Like seriously, future like Future Shop. I noticed that too. I was like, just future shop. It's weird because when you're watching this movie, you do kind of catch some real stores in the background. Like they're very obviously heading straight for a target at one oh, point. Yeah. And I'm like, well, free advertising for Target, I guess. shit. I actually popped for the cutaway to Aubrey Plaza when the voiceover is talking about the star of the movie. Yeah. And she's introducing the girl and she's like, and she's... She goes beyond breaking the fourth wall. She's broke the fifth wall. Oh, she's so fucking attractive. I love her. Oh my God. She's great. She winks at the camera or whatever. And then I have, you have to have this, the Dragon Tail, Gary Sharone conversation in the pet store. It's not only that. It's
2: not only Gary Sharone, It's Gary Sharon, <laughs> Sammy Hagar. David Lee Roth debate, Right. which out of nowhere, this showed up and it popped me.
1: David Lee Roth, Gary Cherone, or Sammy Hagar? Oh, it's
2: not even an argument.
1: Sammy Hagar is clearly Van Halen's best lead singer. What? Gary Cherone blows that hack away. <laughs> Most people don't even know who Gary Cherone is. How dare you minimize his contribution? Oh, he was the lead singer for one very forgettable album. Like wow. But you know what's crazy is the guy says, like, the guy who loves Gary Sharone, he doubles down and says Gary Sharone could beat Sammy Heger in a kung fu fight. It's dumbest. And I'm like, the weirdest thing, but what they're ignoring, David Lee Roth was into all that shit. He was. So he it, always threw kicks on stage. Yeah, and his kicks are incredible. Yeah. But it's funny because yeah, there's a whole conversation. Who is that for?
2: Listen, I will say this before and I'll say it again. Gary Sharone in extreme, amazing. Listen to Van Halen Threes without you, you will literally want to jump in front of oncoming traffic.
1: So it's Mo- bad. Motley Cruz one off with the other dude, a way better experiment. Yeah, than Van Halen with Gary Sharon. Matt Skiba with Blink One Eighty Two, a lot better experiment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely was. I mean, that's always such a weird thing. And you know, they should go the route of Audio Slave. Oh yeah, like Supergroup, and just change the name of the band. Like, okay, we're Rage Against the Machine with Chris Cornell. We're not Rage Against the Machine. No. You're you're not. You're audio slaves. Same thing with, you know.
2: Well, Van Halen, I could get that it's difficult because you still had Eddie Van and Hale, Alex. Yeah.
1: yeah, I still think they probably should have just changed the name, called him self- I want to say it's it's an ego thing. VHC. Yeah. VHC. You were more addictive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so weird.
2: At one point, there's a small throwaway thing. I think when Grumpy Cat, it started like self-reflecting. You see a scene of cat euthanasia.
0: It's not going to hurt. This is way too dark. No. Well? Oh, I'm alive. Great.
2: Just out of nowhere. Yeah. She talks about maybe getting put down. Well, they show a cat
1: getting put down. That's my next. So Fuck. the grumpy cat like cutaways or fantasies, maybe with the exception of when grumpy cats shooting paintballs.
0: So sorry to interrupt. We may be taking some creative license with what actually happened here. Yeah. British grumpy cats. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. oh, real grumpy, don't be absurd. They don't even make paintball guns for cats. Drop departments, too. Die, bad guys, mad, mad, I overstayed my welcome, obviously. Toodles, I'll be in your head.
1: Or driving the Camaro. Or driving the Camaro, but yeah, there's like she's daydreaming about what's gonna happen, and they show her being euthanized. Yeah, it's pretty I wild. Mean,
2: wow, it's clearly a fake cat, but I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is a Lifetime movie after all. What the fuck? Um, out of nowhere, too. Poof! It appears the A Team theme. Yeah.
1: no reason whatsoever that they just use the a-team theme is that allowed is that when she drives the camaro through the you think they're gonna drive through the glass but instead she gets out and opens the doors. because all of a
2: sudden you're yeah but i do like when they break the fourth wall and they go this
0: is the moment where we're going to blast through this wall of glass as a hail of crystal shards rain down on our triumphant heroic figures Okay, so here's the deal. We had every intention of shattering that thing, but unfortunately, we didn't have the budget for it, okay? Not my problem.
2: Listen, we had a budget for so much. That did not go for breaking glass.
1: Yeah, and then they pay off, though, because they run over the balsa wood shed. Yeah. And they're like...
0: (whistles) For those of you who are keeping score, we did have enough in the budget to destroy that cheap piece of scenery.
1: Which I do like
2: the fact that it makes fun of itself.
0: Yeah,
1: that's pretty much what this whole movie is. Yeah, it's just making fun. Aubrey Plaza, I think it, you know, through the voice of Grumpy Cat multiple times says how bad this movie is. Yeah. Which is funny. Which is good. The elf dude that's trying to get with Crystal's mom. So weird. He has that line about Santa, Satan. What's the difference? I know a fellow Santa sleigh fan when I see one. I want to high five that dude. He does. It's such a weird line. To be in there's so many weird things in this movie, like the Gary Sharon conversation. Who is this movie for? If it's for kids. So random. They don't know who Gary Sharon is. In 2014. That's the thing. Even in 2014, she says something to him. She's like, Oh, Santa, or are you Satan? And he's like, What's the difference? It's like, Why would you.
2: (laughs) And and she's serving him like breakfast or something at the restaurant. And even Crystal comes in and goes, mom, you know he's been trying to get a date with you forever. First off, before they put two and two together, and they answer the question, which I'm like, I'm like, How old is Crystal and why does she work at the mall? And I'm glad, literally 30 seconds later, they answer, Oh, she volunteers at the mall She's 13 And of course Like clockwork Three random girls That are in her Fifth period class Show up I'm like oh So we needed mean girls In this movie For yeah, no purpose right. get, They get a lump of coal In the end though They're
1: fucking assholes They're to her. fucking pricks My god Cause she says something You're like You're in my fifth period class Yeah I don't like, care She's like I'll invite you And she's like good I was, I'll rip it up Or she says something Fuck Alright well do Gotta do it We, we skip over the pool check It's a swim meet series So we're gonna go right to Someone I would've liked like to have seen a grumpy cat, Mr. David McCall.
2: So, hey, guys, what's up? Merry Christmas. Uh, I'm up here in uh, South Southeast Massachusetts, and I actually, here's breaking news for you. I was cast to be in the grumpy cat. I was going to be grumpy cat. But the problem is, I'm not a bad guy. I'm pretty happy. Like, I'm Mark Wahlberg. OK, so like, can you be a cat? And I was like, I'm not going to be a cat because cats go meow. They don't talk like the whole time you want me to talk and go meow. I don't go meow. I'm Mark Wahlberg. And the next guy that came up to me and said, hey, I think Gary Sharon is better than Sammy
1: Hagar. I fucking killed him. You know, it could have been different, Mr. Walker. You should have allowed nature to take its course. That's a good point. I don't think Wahlberg could <laughs> possibly do a voice. and Maybe he has, but I can you imagine him doing a voiceover work? And meow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Logic. The cat talks, drives, everything. So can Crystal talk to Grumpy Cat for life? That's the thing. There's was- no parameter to the wish.
2: Yeah, because it was that big gold coin, the painted coin that fell in the well, right? Yeah, well, it, yeah. So there is no parameter. So her family is forever gonna know, except the fact that she's
1: nuts. Yeah, it's awkward. It's because the mom's like, "We'll get you help." We will. I laughed. Yeah, I'm like, the yeah. mom's like, "We will. We'll get through this. Yeah, we're gonna get you the best help." And but it is weird. I mean, like the daughter now is having conversations with a cat. But why can't the mom and the the boyfriend? Why can't it like spin off and they go, "Oh, we hear her." Yeah. Yeah, well, it would it would help help out our protagonist here. But now imagine life's gonna get so much worse instead of better. Oh, yeah. She wishes for a friend, but her friend is a talking cat. If those three mean girls see her talking to a cat. She's ruined the school. Imagine high school. Yeah. Jesus. Weird. Is Stuart from Letterkenny? Stuart! Is, is he the he's quite young for a mall manager? <laughs>
2: it's a twenty one-year-old mall manager.
1: He calls himself a mall rep, but I don't know what that is. He no. says, I'm your mall rep. What's a mall rep?
2: Who can dictate whether you have have a lease or not like come on you're running the small baby
1: yeah where did the pet store get the Leonberger? burger like he's not a new puppy and he's like a rare he's a million dollar dog first off by even 2014 pet stores and malls were kind of nuts bad thing nuts i remember at eastwood mall the pet one land. down yeah Petland down by sears because they used to abuse the shit out yeah. of like animals i All remember like, why seeing a, yeah dead ferrets like they were like they had fought or something yeah. and i remember seeing like bloody dead ferrets in that pet store and like being literally like traumatized thinking about it all the time. Like there's just dead animals hanging out. So
2: even in 2014, I'm like, there is an animal store in the mall.
1: Yeah. Canada.
2: Yeah, it's Ohio. No, it's Ohio. Ohio. Get it right, Kevin. It's Ohio. Yeah. So
1: the Leonberger, was he like a rare stray? Did they breed him? Did they buy him? Because like literally he was supposed to be a million dollar dog. Is that a legit breed of dog? Yeah, it's a real dog. It's a real dog. But and it is a real like show dog, like an AKC dog with papers, but I just don't know. They never explain. Like the owner of the pet store, who's kind of a weirdo. He kind of just shows up with the dog one day. And they have the news come. Yeah. Real
2: weird. It's odd. Not only is that owner weird at the end, he's like, Well, I can't fire you because you're volunteer but i'll hire you and make you employee of the month all right then he hugs her then he hug- oh, Yeah. creepy and right before that scene we have the shot of crystal with grumpy cat literally staring down the barrel of playing car chicken 35 40 feet away <laughs> from the other car and the scene goes on as if they went down state route 46 at full speed (laughs) that fucking camaro would get the 25 miles an hour that'd be about it and it's about grumpy cat yeah the roof is down Uh the convertible's not up somehow the roof comes down and grumpy cat goes out and over the windshield and into
1: a tree projectile into projectile dragon tail too old to be acting like that They act like they're fucking teenagers like they in a ha- jewelry store. They have the Uncle Rico gimmick where they're just like standing around and talk about like we get this tour bus. Like we're gonna like they have like a cutaway where they're imagining signing autographs and yeah. stuff. The dude's kind of, and Angela's gonna kill me for this, but the dude's kind of like a dime store edge. Oh, he is. He <laughs> yeah. does kind of look like a dime store edge. He does. And then the other dude, I don't know what he is, but are there only two dudes in Dragon Tail?
2: They don't allude to anybody else. We don't know what their song is. They no. got a record deal. We don't even hear some sort of throwaway song.
1: No, but The dude does sing at every, at every opportunity he has, he hits that high note. I love how Crystal gets into the mall so easily. Like even with a key, wouldn't there be alarms, like all sorts of stuff? The mall, just like, there's no, I mean, is there an alarm system for the the whole mall?
2: There should be. Maybe in Louisville, it's a nicer community. Just for the
1: individual stores.
2: You would think there'd be an overarching alarm because I don't think anybody is in the mall overnight. Not even maintenance
1: let's go tonight Fucking let's wait until 9 o'clock or whatever and see if we can walk well actually we probably have to wait until 10 or 11 see if we can just go in the mall just open up the front door yeah and just walk in just walk around the mall with all the closed stores what the fuck are you doing in here just wondered just, <laughs> just curious just well, curious I saw a movie about it yeah Crystal causes so much monetary damage to the mall she paintballs the sporting goods store she which is like she ruins a boat she takes a Camaro that was supposed to be a giveaway as a drawing and she's in it though she drives it over the Santa Photography set. No damage. I mean, yeah, no damage. Like, she's a menace. She's at this mall just, like, screwing it up. Well,
2: here's thing. She's hot-dogging a car through
1: the mall. They're gonna tear up the tile. Yeah, tile or carpet. Like, yeah. I mean, because she doesn't know what she's doing. She but, she's a volunt- but she's a volunteer, though, yeah. so it's okay. It is interesting that she manages to open the glass doors enough to get that Camaro through it, though. There's no way that Camaro fits through those glass no, doors. There's no way. Yeah, that's a c- quite a science experiment. Yeah, it's uh, bad. So, obviously, that's a real Santa who gave her the magic coin. Yeah, it's Santa. A stranger comes up to her and says, he's the Santa from the closed down mall. So he's from the, <laughs> the carnation city mall. Got a new job. He got a new job. He closed down. He gives her this coin Weird. and then he lays under the bench. Weird. It's the whole thing, how they actually give her this wish. Is so strange, but yeah, she needs to find that Zoltar machine. Cause like, <laughs> shouldn't be talking to Grumpy Cat for the next 15 years. You know, she was big. Uh, what's legacy is maybe 1.7 million viewers watched this live on lifetime. That's a big number. That's insane. Because when you think about like we're wrestling fans and what like numbers wrestling pool now, it's hardly that, you yeah. know, like, yeah. this pulled a big number and, uh, there was supposed to be a sequel. Then unfortunately Grumpy Cat died prematurely due to complications of a UTI. So yeah. Yikes. So, uh, yeah. So Dad, Grumpy Cat died before they could really milk her for more money. Oh, um, you can milk anything with nipples. <laughs> yes, you can. All right. Well, we're gonna skip over plugs. The last episode of year, yep. so meat series. Uh, we're gonna for our final lap. Final lap, guy. You take the rest of the year off. Oh yeah, good. Call. You're uh, you're good. We'll see you in 2024. We're gonna discuss uh quickly. It's a good way to end out our year. We had a lot of uh great episodes, 52 plus of them. Yep. And so we're going to talk about our favorite episodes of 2023. Yeah. I think we have a consensus probably is our favorite. is our number one. We introduced the, Jim introduced the evil bow theory. EBT.
2: And when we covered Country Strong. You hit the home run with thinking about covering that movie because you have to remember at first I'm like what the fuck is
1: this? There are so many of these movies that like I know about that like we could watch that I don't know that our audience enjoys because they're not like super accessible movies. No they're not something in me watches them and just knows like okay this would make a fantastic episode for the podcast god was that movie a home run yeah just from it's, top to bottom that movie is really something Uh go back and listen it's Gwyneth Paltrow Tim McGraw evil bow evil bow <laughs> it's just a latent meester it's just oh, yeah. so it's like again it's like if movie if that movie is made in the 40s it would have won best picture because it's like <laughs> unassuming death yeah like suicide, I'm like, suicide what the just a whole country me music like all around affairs it's all crazy and then a couple other episodes we really enjoyed for me definitive 90s music draft. that was that incredible. was something i like i don't want to say i resisted but that's something you put me up to and i just yeah. see it as like a homework i can't just do anything like not that i can't do anything half-assed yeah. but it's like i want to do the research i want to put the time in i want to put the you episode can't be together half pregnant. yeah you can't be half pregnant exactly yeah. so when you were like let's do a definitive 90s music draft i just saw that as like that is such an enormous undertaking taking. Yeah, oh, yeah. But I'm glad we did it because I just think it was great. I, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed making it, enjoyed listening to it. I enjoyed that, you know, we put together a, a playlist of it and everything. And I think in 2024
2: we're going to do the definitive 80s music, yeah. which is going to be
1: harder than the 90s. It will. For me, it'll be hard yeah, It'll be harder. very
2: hard for me. Wait till we do the definitive 40s. That's
1: nah, going to be very difficult. Yeah. I don't know if we do definitive 2000s, but it'd be interesting if we did definitive 2000 and on. Yeah, I think so starting in year 2000 but then i feel like our lists would stay so close to that 2000 to 2010 yeah so maybe we would do that decade yeah interesting that'd be a good one
2: one for me by far was uh arena just because oh, yeah. horn. horn is champion yeah
1: champion
2: so many good memories of that one we've got a, a second life that, out of horn yeah and, and
1: you know that's like an episode that we were just like destined to do long before we had a podcast because yeah. me and you both knew of that movie loved that weirdly movie, enough yeah and just yeah we're totally into the idea but like initially
2: when we thought about doing this in earlier seasons with arena once again it's accessibility yeah it was very hard and then Tubi oh, be helped has us out so much
1: through. i really should check Tubi more often just because there are a lot of movies. Uh, there's a movie called diving in. I want to do rooftops S- rooftops side no. out with C. Thomas Howell. I wish soul man was on soul there, man, which, which is, is a uh, fucking racist. There movie. is a movie that no one has ever seen except for me and my wife. It's called battle of the year and it's got Sawyer from lost. And he is a like retired break dancer, puff daddy's in it. Shit. And Sawyer from lost. And they're like, there's something just called battle of the year. Not like the break dancing battle of nope. the year. Battle of the Year. It's just called Battle of the Year and they are like it's best of the best which is like yeah I fucking love best of the best amazing movie it's best of the best but for breakdancing but like it's so vague and I'm like giving away the episode Puff Daddy just is referred to as like a mogul but they don't ever (laughs) say like if he's a magazine conglomerate they don't ever say if he owns like a if he's Rupert Murdoch he's just like this mogul he's just a mogul like you don't know what he's into it's crazy it's an absolutely bonkers Movie, but uh, I'd like to cover that someday.
2: Another one I'd like to bring up Pluto Nash. Yeah. Uh, that gave us lunar generics. Lunar generics fucking i didn't that was another movie i'm like oh, this movie's gonna suck it sucked man it was a fun song. Oh, it's so
1: fun it's, it's so a stupid. fun movie it's dumb that's such a bad year for movies in general immature yeah, yeah and we watched the bonus features and yes. stuff i just always had for whatever reason a soft spot for that movie because it's dumb yeah is randy quaid's dumb everybody's dumb pam greer why would she be in that another one i'll mention the last one i'll mention cruel intentions with seth that was that the was, first time seth was on the podcast yeah i don't mean to make, make a feel insecure but he brought a whole bar he brought a mobile bar we were drunk much to our enjoyment and also our detriment because like uh when Corey was on the podcast uh in last week he was saying like you guys were really drunk for that and i'm like we certainly were well
2: we were drunk for that and then we literally took a break and then we went right into the 99 draft
1: i don't remember recording the 99 draft don't remember at all it was really so drunk, really crazy. Yeah, some good stuff, man. That was really good. Yeah. It was a good year for the podcast. Yeah. Good year. And then uh next year, we're going to get weird, wild, wonderful. We're going to have more guests. We're going to probably cover a lot of bad movies. Hopefully, oh, yeah. we we'll cover some more good movies. Like Jim hasn't seen No Country for Old Men. No, nope. Gladiator, maybe. Maybe we do Gladiator, find some weird ones. And, yeah, and
2: then we'll, uh, you know, have some of your old favorites back on the show, like Shane and C H will come yeah. back, TJ. Jay, yeah. Get some new faces in here. Eric Lewis, that'll be a fun one to do. Josh Winner's coming back. Yep. But uh, yeah, we're going to take a bit of a Christmas holiday break for maybe a week or two yeah. and uh, come back after the new year with the episode that you guys voted in the Battle Time Championship Tournament. Back to the Future will be the first one we come back to in 2024. It's your episode. I've also thrown some stuff out there on the Pool Seners group. Hit us up with some logic that you might have for the movie. Did Doc Brown want to fuck? marty <laughs> that, that, that was the number one question was it i uh, know uh, it, it should be i don't know why not he called his ass mr fusion what else i want you guys to do hey if you have throw us some of your favorite scenes we'll talk about it it's your episode you guys chose it back to the future 1985 that's what we will be coming back with in january
1: two thousand and oh. all right well Paul sinners we really greatly appreciate you we thank you for thank you guys being along on the journey with us and we want to wait everyone sincerely a merry christmas and a happy Happy new year silencia